This is Wolfish on Web3. Your guide through the new world of blockchain, crypto, DeFi, NFTs, and knowing yourself as your greatest asset. Now that's Wolfish. With your hosts, Dwayne Moffat and Jake Anderson. All right, welcome everybody to the first episode of Wolfish on Web3. I am your co-host, Jake Anderson, and introducing, I'll let you introduce yourself, Mr. Moffitt. Hey, it's Dwayne Moffitt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going, Jake? Uh, no, this is going to be awesome, Wolfish on Web3. I'm excited to break this down and get started. Yeah, it's it's great. And we've been talking about this podcast concept. It's probably been several months now, and uh, we decided to pivot over here. We were going to do something a little bit different in the podcast that we were launching. I said, you know what? Wolfish on Web3 is what we're excited about. It's where we're, it's the world that we're living in. And it just makes too much sense for so many reasons for us to go this route. But um, to kind of start things off, <laughs> I think we need to answer a few questions because when, because uh, I just, you know, it's funny what led us into this. When I was speaking to the producer for our intro and outro, and I was giving him a, an, an overview of what this podcast was about, he was very confused. And then I realized that when I was explaining it to him, I was explaining it to him like I would explain it to you or somebody who already understands this space and not thinking about the person who doesn't understand this space and where they might not have the education to 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 fully grasp exactly what it is we're talking about. So the two main questions that we really want to answer on this first podcast is number one, what is Web3? And just giving some overview of actually what the Web3 space is. And then the second question being, why are we wolfish on Web3, right? People, you yeah. know, what does that actually mean? So. No, that's, that's huge, man. Like the diffusion gap, like remember early adopters and then you're talking to like a late majority or a laggard. Mm-hmm. There is definitely the, that language barrier and that gap to overcome. So when we start talking, especially with people inside our circle or like the groups that we're a part of, the language we use in there compared to what we're talking about somebody who goes, well, what is Web3 or what what is Wolfish? That that language does need to change. But, you know, that's why we're here. Bring that barrier a little bit closer and uh, try and close that gap. Yeah, for sure. And, and the other thing, too, with this part, and this is something that we were talking about, like early on when we were discussing the concept of this, is that this would be the podcast that somebody would send to their friend who is like very uneducated on blockchain, crypto, NFTs, like that whole space. But they're looking for a good source of information that they could send to somebody that really, I don't want to use the word dumbs it down, but but makes it much easier to comprehend if you don't have any of the foundational understanding. So I'm going to really try to be careful with the language I use, which which can be difficult sometimes, especially when you get so accustomed to a certain language about how to explain things um, and what we're doing and how we're participating in a way that makes it really easy for anybody to understand. So. Uh, with that said, uh, you know, before we hopped on, we actually pulled up a, a really useful website. I think we'll link it in the show notes. It's probably be a good something yeah, yeah. just just to get somebody just to give you something to look at because if there's a web three, that means there was a web one and a web two. So, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so it's like essentially web three is the new the new version of the internet that uh, that we know today to become something very different. But before we understand Web3, um, 
Dwayne, I don't know, Dwayne, you got the site pulled up. I was going to see if you wanted yeah, to kind of sure. go through web one and web two and, and give some overview of that. And then we can hop into the web three piece. Yeah. I like, you know, the web one, web two, web three. Well, in this article, it has a pretty good explanation. And, you know, web one, they say was like a read only internet from, mm-hmm. you know, right from the start, 1990 to around 2004, um, and then web two was the read write. And that was from 2004 till like around now or whatever, as we're transitioning into web three um, and web three is the read write own. So, so yeah, like if you want to break those down a little bit more, Jake, yeah, because um, it can be still a little bit confusing. I think, I think, I think explaining the application makes it, makes it a little bit easier to comprehend. So think about like when I think of web one, I think about the years of the internet when really basically all you did was it was just websites, right? It was just static websites. So I would type in a website, I would get information and it was a way to get access to information using the internet. That's basically all it was. So, um, you know, they had AOL, you had some chat rooms that, and there was some engagement there, but it was basically, you know, you type in a website and you get information. Web two, the way I look at web two is when, you are not just accessing information. You're actually, there's actually peer to peer exchange. So that's where like yeah. social media started to come in. Social Facebook. media is a great example. <laughs> yeah. Like social media. And, and the thing about web two is, uh, everything, like everything's very centralized in terms of its control. So like when yeah. you produce something on Facebook, if you produce a piece of content, it's Facebook, you know, that's their platform. Right. So you're you're essentially renting space. And when you produce a piece of content, frankly, what it really who it's really benefiting mostly is, is Facebook because you're providing content and activity and attention. And that attention can then be sold through, you know, selling ads and and they essentially get kind of the ownership and then moving into Web3, you know, that really flips everything up upside down. So like with Web3. This is where the internet incorporates ownership through through use of blockchain. So blockchain is is like the new standard of accounting, where yeah. um, you know you actually have code that like the whole purpose of blockchain is to record information and um, and and provide a way to safely um, and securely transfer um, assets and value. Right. So it can be verifiable at any time. <laughs> it can be verifiable at any time. It's a public ledger. You can see, you know, you can verify it right there on the blockchain. And by adding that component into the internet, that, that changes so many things in how your experience can be on the web. So that's how I look at Web3. It's, it's really that transition into where, okay, now the centralization starts to kick in where the, it goes from, centralized power now like the users and the community actually has ownership in you know in the assets and uh in the platform that's being that is being built on so it's a very different it's a big paradigm shift that you, you'll you'll have to make when you're moving into the web3 space and that's where mm-hmm. i feel like a podcast like this can be really helpful because we're explaining our experience in this new space of web3 and we're giving people like, this is how it is. Like, you know, with all things aside from mainstream or what you might hear from your friends that really don't even understand it. Cause you get a lot of narratives around new technology that aren't the healthiest. It's like, no, this is, this is really what's going on. And we're here to kind of share that with you. So you get a better understanding. And then we explain why we're wolfish on web three. 
<laughs> so, you know, now that we've explained the Web3 part, let's let's jump in and explain a little bit about Wolfish and what that means. Well, let me ask you, Dwayne, what is what does it mean to be Wolfish to you? Well, so, you know, we I'll reference back to the Wolf Den because that's where this came out of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the markets, which, um, you know, blockchain is crypto and NFTs and and all those uh, decentralized projects. So there's a bull market, which is when everything's going green and everybody's euphoric and excited. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a bear market when everything's red going down and not so nice. Right. <laughs> and then there's wolfish where you have positioned yourself to win regardless of whether the market's going up or down. <laughs> and and that's interesting when you think about it like that, like, okay. And I feel like in, in any financial space where stocks or bonds or uh, in crypto for that matter, you, you, the way you understand it in the relationship is there's a, there's a chart and there is a dollar associated dollar value of that asset and it's either if it's going up in value, then it's bullish. If it's going down in value, then that's bearish, right? Where Wolfish is like, well, I'm winning regardless if it's going up or down, which I think can can be a little bit uh, tough to understand. Like, well, why? Like, why is that? Why? Yeah. How are you actually winning? And I think it. I think a lot of it really comes down to perspective and how you position yourself. So yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to just add, like, we've actually you know, taking this wolfish a little more to heart than just charts going up and down. Like wolfish now means to me putting myself in a position to win in all aspects, like mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, in life, um, in business, in relationships, yeah, in crypto, like wolfish has now become a part of the way I live. <laughs> well, what's cool about the Web3 space is that it's not just finance and investing. It's not just a chart. Like there's a whole nother side right. to it that people, I don't think a lot of people see. It's like the participation in these projects. That's what I didn't see. I used to think it's like, oh yeah, well, Ethereum is at this price right now and maybe it'll be at this price down in the future. And don't get me wrong, like that stuff is important in its own right. But what I didn't realize was that Ethereum also meant like I can purchase an NFT that gives me access to certain things on that network, like certain projects or maybe certain communities and proximity and experiences that I never would have had in the Web2 space. So like, you know, yeah, like maybe the charts down, but I'm winning there or, you know, maybe the you know, I also look at it too. And we talk about this a lot, especially now that we're kind of in this crypto winter is that, yeah. is that, Hey, this is a, a, like, yeah, the prices are going down, but man, this is a great time to accumulate. We just got a time machine to go back in time to when these assets were at values that we wish they were at. So we could have accumulated more. We know nothing's changed on the fundamentals. Fact fundamentals may have increased in value. So it's just we're going through a market cycle, which means that, hey, we can win right now through accumulation of assets. So uh, it's just a yeah. different way of thinking. Oh, totally. And, and you know, I hope throughout the journey of this podcast that we help people understand and be able to work through some things on finding those wolfish projects and what it means to be wolfish in those things. Because, you know, that is a huge step that we had to overcome in our crypto journey and our blockchain journey was, you know, not just diving in 
going all in on, you know, not researching properly and, and finding out why it's a good idea to invest or Mm -hmm. be comfortable with that decision. Like, um, it's, it's been a whole journey and I'm excited to uh, develop it as we go. Yeah. 100% man. It's uh, and it's not, you know, it's funny. It's been, um, well, I guess you could technically go back to the beginning of 2021, but, uh, but, but it's really, you know, when, like the wolf den was really my first uh real entry into the space i believe for you too you were a little bit more involved than yeah myself. like it's been like you said since the beginning of 2021 was when i started my crypto adventure but it was uh it was very messy for the first six seven eight months um yeah. and then finding the wolf den started to gain some clarity around exactly what environment i was actually participating in mm-hmm. and that was a huge step because up until that point, it was just like, oh, yeah, this is crypto. You buy, sell, trade, usually buy high, sell low. <laughs> yeah. And and um, then it all of a sudden started gaining clarity on, you know, what am I investing in? I'm investing in oracles, layer ones, you know, mm-hmm. DeFi, all, all the things. And, and understanding that, getting clear on it, and then being confident with the decisions that we make. Yeah, I mean the Wolfden actually like it was it's such a, a and I think there's a lot of people that are in the Wolfden that weren't in crypto before but are in in the space or web3 space now because of the Wolfden, but it's a it's an amazing on-ramp into yes. into the space. And for me, the thing that was that really uh made me wolfish on the Wolfden is that there was there was more of a focus. There wasn't so much of a focus on like the price of something or like kind of like if you're if, when you get into the crypto space, it can be it can be a bit of a turnoff initially. It depending on where you're where you're uh, where, you're, where you're participating because there's a lot of that that like the de- degenerate crypto space where all they really yeah. talk about is you know moonshots yeah, and, moon, and, moon marketing. and marketing <laughs> like all these things that just don't matter and i'm like look at this like there's no way like if this is what this space represents this is not this is not going to go anywhere but then yeah. you start seeing you know people uh or like the wolf den for instance which is really developed on using blockchain as a tool and at, for what it is and the value that it brings and actually bridging you know that you know, real world value with using blockchain assets to help kind of connect that within a community. And that is that that was a whole different shift for me. I was like, wow, this is actually cool. Like I get it now. And and this is fun to participate. Like not only am I building my wealth in a substantial way because it's crypto and, and blockchain and there's there's explosions in wealth and wealth generation. You're in that early adoption phase and you're going to see that. But but the other side of it is that look at the access, look at the proximity, look at the people you've met, look at the education you received, look at um, like how these ecosystems are designed on the Internet that allows things to to work together and that you can participate. In. It's, it's not the same as nothing. It's so different than what it was like in the Web2 world. And yeah. uh, and I haven't really looked back, you know, even though it's yeah. only been. I guess nine months now, which nine months in web three in, in this space feels like nine years. <laughs> it does. It so does too. Everything moves so fast. And um, yeah, it's, it's just been so fun. The like playing in the web three blockchain world, you know, especially like there's, there's so many good projects that we should highlight other than the wolf den as well, which we'll probably get into as we move along on this podcast. But um 
it, we're still in the transition though. There's a lot of areas where we play in the web too, right? Like um, yeah. a lot of crypto world lives on discord, Twitter, um, telegram. So there's that still that web to web three connection. Um, I see that changing in the future for sure. The way it's communicated or where we play, but, um, right now it, it is fun. And if, yeah, I just want to help people understand that when you get into crypto, it's usually because you heard something on the web two world in Facebook right. or whatever, and you jump in. And the first thing you see is that, is that, uh, degen nasty side, like, yeah. you know, um, so to help people transition through quicker to the good side and what you can find that is truly making um, a difference in real life, like with real life projects and real life value. That's where, that's where the goal should be to end up. Well, and the thing is, is that we've seen the good side and we are here to show you the good side. And, and, and that's kind of like uh, almost like our civic duty in the web three space is to, yeah. is to, <laughs> is to bring that to light. So, and I think, you know, more people, especially if you've experienced uh, the more positive side of web three and, and, and you're seeing, you're seeing more web two companies move into a web three model with how they're, um, with how they're building. And, and that's definitely sure. something that we're going to be bringing to this podcast. We'll, we'll be bringing on different project owners and, 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 and even other investors and people who are participating in the space for interviews and kind of giving you a little bit more insight on how people are building and how people are investing and things that they've learned and, there's going to be a, a whole like side to this in terms of human behavior and mindset. Um, thanks to the Wolf Den, we have learned quite a bit in that regard. Um, that's been probably the most life changing piece of it. Uh, yeah. So, so that's definitely going to be a, a point of topic here that that you're going to be able to to really benefit from by listening to this podcast. So. Uh, yeah, hopefully that covers our basis. I feel like we've answered the questions, you know, what is Web3? What does it mean to be wolfish? Kind of what to expect from this podcast. And um, yeah, I think it kind of joined. Do you feel like we're, we're missing anything here? No, nah, we're missing so much, Jake. Like this, <laughs> this, we could go on and on. Like there's so many pieces uh, that I want to touch on, but we, we got to save something for the other episodes. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, the the whole... Web3 world, blockchain, um, projects, communities, all that, the mindset stuff has been huge. Like you said, that was the biggest kind of game changer. Um, that is definitely going to come across in this podcast mm -hmm. because there's so much to share in that that has helped us position ourselves, right? Like yeah. we always talk about positioning ourselves to getting closer to what we want. And without that mind piece, it can be tough. So, you know, if you can get that nailed down and a good foundation, then yeah yeah hopefully we can bring that across and and share all the stuff that we've learned to help the next person awesome well with that said we're at the 20 minute mark we wanted to try to keep this pretty short because uh yeah we want to keep this short and concise and keep you moving along so we will end it on this one and thanks for everybody for listening and always remember to stay wolfish we'll see you on the next one You've been listening to Wolfish on Web3. We hope you enjoyed the show. For real-time updates and news on crypto, NFTs, and mission-driven projects making waves in the Web3 space, follow us on Twitter at Wolfish on Web3. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. And always remember, 
to stay wolfish. <laughs>